Welcome to Multiple Nerdgasm with your hosts, Matt. It's all a bit hearty, so I don't really understand it. Luke. Is that a little Sasquatch penis? Dan. I accidentally got soap in my urethra. And occasionally, Terry Smallshoe. Maybe you'll wake up in the middle of the night with a little Sasquatch penis inside of you. Multiple Nerdgasm, your guide to all things nerdy. <sighs> Matt, um, have you seen a movie called The Avengers Age of Ultron? I have, of course. Uh, seems like the kind of movie you might like. Am I right? Yeah, I didn't dislike it. It's not my Matt, it's not my favourite movie. But I got yeah. ten minutes in and turned it off. Really? And I rarely do that. Hmm. But for starters, the whole opening shot is like something out of a bad video game from five years ago. It's just like <laughs> ridiculous geometry. Everyone's doing wacky shit and having one-liners, and I'm like, I don't remember the Avengers being like... I remember the Avengers being a bit better than this, right? It was all a bit right. a bit silly. And then they get in, and about 20 or 30 Iron Men fly in, and I was like, I have missed something, haven't I? Like, I'm supposed to have watched some other one of the uh. peripheral movies. Stop doing that. Because why are there so many Iron Men? That's Iron Man 3, and I haven't seen it either, but I yeah. just Yeah, because Iron knew. Man 2 was so shit. Yeah, I know But I was. didn't watch Iron Man 3. Mm. So I turned it off. Okay. Because <laughs> I, I had no interest. And I'm still not really sure what power Scarlett Johansson has. She seems to just be a chick in a suit. She's, uh, she's a highly trained assassin. Highly trained is not a superpower. Everyone else, there's a fucking Hulk, <laughs> you know? There's a god yeah. from another dimension. And then there's just a chick <laughs> who's highly trained. A cop, basically. Yeah. Not good. Yeah, there's a, I mean, there's a few characters like that. I don't know what Hawkeye's power is as such either. I mean, he's very, very good with a bow and arrow. But how did he get that good? Yeah. Is he just also highly trained? I'd say he's superhumanly good, though. He moves pretty fast. So maybe he's a mutant. But we're not allowed no, to call him that in, no, in not. the Avengers because of copyright. copyright. Mutant. Mm. Well, Fox owns mm. owns the they mutants. And, uh, they do. Speaking of mutants, right? so mm. Thursday I watched Age of Ultron, and then Friday to wash the disgusting taste out of my mouth, <laughs> I went along and saw Deadpool, which I know you have also seen. Ah, I have. And I think you'll agree... Deadpool is fucking awesome. <laughs> I absolutely do agree. And it's, I personally also would agree it's a better film than Age of Ultron. <laughs> well, I hope so, Matt. I hope we can at least agree on that. <laughs> Look, I'll go back to Age of Ultron down the track when I've seen enough of the other shitty movies that this shitty movie will make sense. <laughs> you can follow but, it. Uh, yeah. Deadpool was a breath of fresh air. Mm. And, uh, and it made I fun agree. of those other movies that I've kind of tired of lately i think now is a really good time for deadpool to come out because it does kind of parody the whole you know superhero takeover of hollywood yeah you know every film well not every film obviously but well i can think we can say a vast majority right we get there's at least four or five superhero films every yeah, year that's now right. and it's just accepted now that the tentpole movies from every studio are going, except for Universal, who don't have any superhero licenses, um, <laughs> are going to be superhero movies. Yeah. There's a new Spider-Man origin coming. I mean, for fuck's sake. Yeah, they're making another one. Uh, Can't we just now go, okay, look, 
everyone has seen one of the Spider-Man origin stories. Now let's just make movies about Spider-Man. Apparently there's, they've licensed him for a crossover into a Civil War. He's going to be in, mm. in the new Captain America. So that's going to be interesting. But are they going to recast for that or are they going to cross yeah. over cast as well? No, it's a new guy. The guy who's, it's the guy who's going to be in the standalone film, I guess. But we don't need another yeah. origin for Spider-Man, for fuck's sake. No, like, we, know we who absolutely he is. don't. So hopefully, I don't know. What, is it confirmed that it's another origin? Because fuck off. Like, yeah, I believe so. We don't need it. You know what they should do? This is what I would pay to go and see. They should pay those guys to who, who made Italian Spider-Man to do an <laughs> yeah. Italian Spider-Man movie and have it be canon. You know? Have it have it be a legitimate Spider-Man movie. Yeah, I would right. watch the shit out of that. <laughs> I agree. Because that was great. Well, Deadpool sort of crosses over into the parody territory. So Yeah. So for those who well, don't know, Deadpool is a Marvel character who is sort of a... He's a little bit different because he he kind of makes fun of all the other characters. And in the comics, he makes fun of the comics themselves. And he does a lot of stuff mm. like talking to the reader and, you know, breaking the fourth wall, as they call it. And he does a lot of <laughs> silly stuff. The film continues that into the, into the film realm. He's got sort of a typical superhero backstory, but it's a little bit... I guess, more interesting than we used to, I would say. Mm. I found it more interesting. Yeah. Well, I mean, his girlfriend's a prostitute. So for starters, right. that's interesting. He's a mercenary, but not in a not in a military kind of... He was a special ops soldier. They mentioned that, but that's not what you see him doing. You basically see him trying to make money on the street by... He goes and roughs up a kid who's been stalking this girl at school or something like that, and he that's how he makes his money. Mm-hmm. So he's he's not a he's not a superhero. He's not a superhero at all, actually. No, I would say no. In fact, he's he's pretty much only motivated by revenge mm-hmm. or cash. So <laughs> yeah. I would not call that a superhero. <laughs> Although Batman's mostly motivated by revenge too. But True. We forgive him because he does some side jobs. Yeah. Just to be good, looking after people. Yeah. But Deadpool does not look after people. No. Unless it's no, he's not. Through yeah. a sequence of events, obviously he um he gets powers. He's not a superhero, but he gets powers and he becomes Deadpool. Kind of just a mercenary, I guess. And yeah. uh, he's out for revenge. And it's funny because in one of the comics from the early 2000s, uh, somebody describes Deadpool as looking like Ryan Reynolds crossed with a chihuahua. <laughs> right. And then bam, Ryan Reynolds. I got to say, he was great in it. And I know mm-hmm. that he loves the character and he really fought to get this film made. Yeah, so I'm glad, that it, I'm glad that it worked out well because... You know, I love Spider-Man, and if I was fighting for ages and managed to get a Spider-Man film made where I played Spider-Man, I'm not sure it would work as well as this did. Oh, man, I would watch the shit out of that, Matt. <laughs> <laughs> that would be so good. And I've seen you in a Spider-Man costume. Yeah, yeah. Listeners, if you want to see me in a Spider-Man costume, go to our YouTube channel and look up... A, was it called Complaints? Yes, Complaints. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, which was real responses to real complaints. Yeah. so <laughs> And that's what we think of your complaints, people. <laughs> if you write in with complaints, this is what we think of you. Yeah. And we, yeah, you'll spot me in the background in a Spider-Man suit. <laughs> we should make that happen, Matt. We should find out how to make that happen. We should write a story. Because, you know, Spider-Man, the whole thing is he's like a teenager. Right. He's getting younger and younger all the time, really. I know. He's a um, child in the next one. It's a yeah. kid from Ender's Game. I think. Holy shit. I mean, I'm assuming he's a couple of years older than Ender's Game, but even so. Yeah. He's going to be an infant before long. But we should go the other <laughs> way. Spider we should baby. do what Doctor Who did. And yeah, and flip it around so it's like uh, it's like the um, Kingdom Come, but in right. the Marvel Universe. And it's 
an aging Spider-Man, <laughs> you know, and uh, it's you. It's played by you. All right. Let's make that happen. All right. That could be your next film, I've decided yeah, for you. Uh, 100% that can be my <laughs> next film. Because after watching Deadpool, I've dead set decided I'm not interested in making any film that's not a dopey action comedy. Because <laughs> it's just it just has to be my Man, favorite genre. But, I mean, so many things about this movie was so good. Like, it, it's fucking hilarious. Um, mm-hmm. The acting was, yep. all, was great. The yeah. action was great. All the action scenes were, were really good. Yeah, um, they were great. And even when it went over the top, it wasn't like Age of Ultron over the top. Right. It's not mind-numbing. It's just... No, that's right. He's very, very skilled, but he doesn't break the laws of physics. <laughs> right. No, it's great. Go see it, listeners. Go see it. Oh, man, you've got to see it. Don't take your kids to see it. Don't make that mistake. <laughs> I'll imagine that. Oh, Jesus. There was no, a kid. We don't. went and saw it up here at, um, at the cinemas in Auburn. Uh, and it was pretty favorite. packed because it was opening night. And his, these parents came in and there was a kid. And I was like, fucking serious? <laughs> oh, yeah. Like, a kid's movie, it is not. Absolutely not. And uh, apparently Ryan Reynolds did a TV spot where he said, please don't take your children to see Deadpool. <laughs> <laughs> I hope they don't water it down in the sequels because... I oh, know. Like, this has done so well, I, I almost guarantee... I had to sit in the front row and I pre-booked tickets. Fuck. Like it's it was packed, yeah. so I'm, I'm assuming they will greenlight a sequel based on just the opening week. But no, they have. They I can already also have. see the studio. Oh, they have, of course. Yeah, yeah. So I can also see the studio going. Mm, but if we're putting a lot of money into the sequel, we have to double the reach of the first one, yeah. which means we're going to have to aim for a PG-13 instead of the R. Right. Well, do you, do you know the story of how this got made? No. Okay. Well, you know the uh, the other the Wolverine film. With, yeah. with Deadpool in it Ryan Reynolds played yeah. Deadpool in that And it was terrible And it was not Deadpool mm. It was just They just called this shitty character That he was in at Deadpool Yeah, Wade mm-hmm. Yeah, he started out Kind of like It was going to be Deadpool But then It kind of went off the rails So that was That movie was kind of panned And Ryan Reynolds As a big fan of the character Got together with the guys Who wrote this And the director for, for, for Deadpool And they said Oh man Are we really It would be great if we could make a real Deadpool movie, you know, like the way that it should be. And so they shot a bunch of test footage and showed it to Fox. And Fox said, oh, I don't know, man. Like, this doesn't look like a superhero movie I've seen. No kind of superhero <laughs> yeah. movie I've ever seen before. I'm not sure the kids are like this. Uh, and so it kind of got shelved for a couple of years. And then in an interview recently, um, they talked, because it got leaked. The test footage leaked online and people went bananas for it. And said, oh really? Fuck! You've got to make this movie. And then in an interview, the other, I think on Jimmy Kimmel or something recently, Ryan Reynolds said, "Yeah, yeah, you know, one of us leaked it. Uh, I don't know. I'm seventy percent sure it wasn't me, but who knows? You know, <laughs> <laughs> somebody leaked it online. And um, oh, that's magnificent. So yeah, and so based on the response, Fox were like, "Fine, here's some money." Wow. And now, wait. I so guess, what you're saying is that I can watch this test footage online. Yeah, of course. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Holy shit. All right. We got we to gotta put that in the show notes because I want to fucking yeah, see okay. that. And I'm sure other people yeah, so do the, the, who haven't seen it yet. Okay. Yeah, no, there's some tests. It's, it's, uh, it's kind of like, you know, the main kind of set piece with the action on the highway. Really? Yes, yeah, that, that kind of deal. With yeah. effects and stuff? Uh, I think limited. You know what? It's been a long time. Um, I'm going to watch think this. I'm going to watch this straight after we record. Cool. Yeah, no. And uh, so that's how the film Man, got made. Man, that must be... Just looking back at photos of Ryan Reynolds in 
that abysmal Wolverine movie. Yeah. Like, if he was a Deadpool fan and his agent said to him, yeah, they want to cast you in a Wolverine movie, you play a character called Deadpool, he must have been like, fuck you. Hallelujah. Like, this is fucking my dream, right? Um, It'd be like if they cast you in Spider-Man or me in, I don't know, (laughs) fucking me as Robin Hood, right? (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) That's my dream. If you're listening, studios. And um, because we know they steal from us constantly. They do. So we're just floating these ideas. Coming next summer, Matt Ham is (laughs) (laughs) Spider-Man. And you're like, well, they haven't spoken to me yet. What's going on? Apparently it's a given. Well, I did did say I'd do it, so. Yeah. Yeah, that's right. Exactly. But just like, he must have been so disappointed that this is how they were doing it. Yeah, because it's fucking awful. It's a te- like the movie is just shitty overall, and then that character is just—it's not dead. Well, he he makes a lot of fun of Hugh Jackman in he this Deadpool movie in a in a nice in way, hilarious ways. Yeah. Did you see yeah, Hugh Jackman tweeted a photo of a framed picture of Deadpool just on his on his table? Oh, really? <laughs> yeah, yeah. I thought it was pretty great. funny. So he, I mean, he seems like a cool guy, I guess. Yeah, like, so yeah, yeah. I he's think obviously so. okay with the joke. I don't think he takes fucking Wolverine any more seriously than Ryan Reynolds <laughs> right, takes it. Right, exactly. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I first saw Hugh Jackman live on stage in the Beauty and the Beast musical where he played Gaston. <laughs> you know. <laughs> yeah. I think he just does the Hollywood thing to get paid. Yeah. And he's just a, a theatre ponce the rest of the time. That's funny. We are talking actually the other day about how Viggo Mortensen, you know, yeah. from Lord of yeah. the Rings and, and, you know, numerous other films. He's quite, he's a yeah. very good actor, quite an accomplished actor. Yeah. yeah. Acting is just his hobby. He's a, he's a, actually a musician and he also, um, he owns a horse <laughs> ranch and he just does acting for fun. Oh, Jesus Christ. <laughs> That's like, great. And you know, yeah. he only did Lord of the Rings because his kid told him to. Really? Yeah, no, so they had already cast Simon Townsend, you know, the guy who played oh, Lestat yeah. in yeah, yeah, Queen yeah. of the Damned. So they'd cast him, started filming, and then realized, nah, he's too young. He doesn't look right. doesn't look like a hardened warrior. Yeah. So um, they approached Vigo, and uh, he was like to his agent, no, nah, um, what's the name of this character? No, nah, no, no, no interest in this bullshit. Hung up <laughs> and then just said to his son, Oh, they wanted me to play some fucking knight or something in some fucking King and Queens movie. And he said, like, what was it? He's like, oh, it's Lord of the Rings. And his son was like, Dad, you're fucking doing this. Yeah. (laughs) And I think everyone's glad he did. Speaking of casting, Deadpool Mm. does have a uh, a nice uh, evil British villain. Yeah, yeah. And uh, Ed Screen, who people probably know if they remember... Uh, played Dario Naharis in only one season of Game of Thrones before they recast him for some reason. What? Uh, wearing a terrible wig. You remember I didn't that? Even... No, I don't. I don't even know who that character is. Yeah, yeah, he's the the warrior dude who ends up boning uh, Khaleesi. What? Just Google Ed Screen S K R E I N Game of Thrones. And you'll see him in a in a terrible Conan the Barbarian wig. <gasps> Fuck! It is that guy. Yeah, yeah. Wow! There you go. Yeah. 
and he got I mean, fired. He did, he did look a little larger than life. He did stand out a bit in that, in that series. But I think they just did him wrong because he's a good actor. That's right. And then, yeah, it was some other guy later. Yeah, yeah. just like a normal-looking dude that you just would not believe the fucking Khaleesi would sleep with. At least this guy was like a big fucking dude. But I saw another Ed Screen movie this week. Right. Uh, on a plane during a 31-hour flight from Singapore to fucking Utah. Jesus. Um, and that movie is The Transporter Refueled. <laughs> okay. And Ed Screen plays the transporter. Right. He's the new transporter. And um, I'm not going to say I'm not going to say this is a good movie, but <laughs> it's pretty fucking entertaining. I would say um, that about. Well, I don't know all of them. I liked no, maybe all the of them. The first Transporter movie is genuinely good. Yeah, I agree. I like it. Yeah, the second one uh, and the rest are was just fun. shit. The second yeah. one was uh, the third one was alright. I think the second one was the, sh- the worst of them. Yeah, I agreed. I think. Yeah, Refueled. but this one, it's like yeah, Fuck. you know, it's they. They're actually saying that it's a reboot in the title now. (laughs) Yeah. Why can't they just give stuff normal names? Do you know who started this? Tim Burton. Oh, yeah. Batman Returns. I remember when they announced the title was it's going to be Batman Returns, and I was like, what? Yeah, that's right. You you know, it's funny that you mentioned that, because I still remember the exact situation where I learned that it was (laughs) going to be called Batman Returns. You want to hear a weird story just as a segue? Of course I do. Do you remember a TV game show from the 80s or no early 90s i guess in australia called the main event yeah of course yeah okay and they had a panel two panels of uh, celebrities and they had a live studio audience and they also cut to home viewers who in like a mad minute at the end had to answer questions for each team mm-hmm. my mum took me and my brother to be part of the studio audience for the main event and right. uh it was georgie parker was the captain of one team jim owen was the captain of another team right funnily enough because i worked on jim owen's show like 25 years after that yeah but um one of the questions was is the sequel to batman called batman 2 or batman returns the answer being batman right. returns of course but i was just sitting there going wait what 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 go back there's another Batman coming out. And that was the first time that I was aware that there was going to be a Batman sequel because obviously at that point, 10 years old, Batman was just like the best movie ever. Yeah, of course. Yeah, no, it was literally, it was the film that got me interested in film, which is kind of a, an odd yeah. choice, I guess. But that's, well, not that's really, fa- because when you know the craft that Tim Burton puts into his movies, especially yeah. back in those days... Like, did you have that Batman book? It's about A4 I, size. I've and still got it, Dan. You've still I've got still it? Got Fuck it. yeah, man. It's on my bookshelf. I, that's awesome. But it shows <laughs> you the models and it shows, like, Tim Burton, like, kneeling down uh-huh. in the Gotham City streets and stuff like that. Like, I fucking wore the pages of that thin <laughs> by just going, Fuck, this is how you make a movie? This is yeah. awesome. It's on my bookshelf right now. <laughs> that's rad. <laughs> Sorry, I've totally segued away from the transporter, but that's all right. The only thing I want to say about it is this. This sums up the movie for me, right? So the transporter is driving off, right? Mm-hmm. I think it's out of a car park. And he, he holds up, so it's, you know, it's a shot through the windscreen. Uh-huh. He holds up a remote control, presses it, and all the cars behind him blow up, right? So he's driving <laughs> away from all these explosions. Then he throws the remote control... 
out the window into a garbage bin that he passes and it blows up. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. So if you just want fucking explosions, a hot dude in a suit and hot chicks everywhere, this is a movie for you. All right. Also, I think Luke might be here. Are you recording it, Luke? I started recording. All right. Do you want to count us in again? We'll do a reboot. Somebody else has uh, infiltrated the podcast. We've got a special guest joining us today. (laughs) Hey, guys. I I, I made it. It just took me an hour. You uh, took your sweet time today, Luke. We're even doing this earlier. There was a problem with Skype. Well, you know what? It worked out fine because we've already discussed Deadpool. Yeah. And you haven't seen it yet. Ah, awesome. Yeah, so it's kind of perfect. So Luke is being taken to Deadpool tonight as his Valentine's Mm -hmm. Day Mm -hmm. present. Yes. Yeah. (laughs) So you'll enjoy it, Luke. It's great. It is. That's all we'll say. A love story, isn't it? It is a love story. It is, yeah. It's a tender... That is a a fact. ...love story. And if you love movies that feature a man with a tiny hand, then this is (laughs) a movie for you. Oh, my God. Tiny hand is so funny. You're going to laugh a lot, Luke. Yeah, you are. As Matt said yesterday, if you see this movie and aren't laughing out loud, there's something wrong with you because there's nothing wrong with this movie. (laughs) I genuinely believe that. (laughs) It's hilarious. Yeah. Um, well, we were talking about casting a minute mm. ago. Uh, not spells, but actors. And yep. I saw a weird casting announcement this week. Yes. That I'd like to discuss just briefly. Yeah, agreed. Um, the new Alien film, it's actually the Prometheus sequel. It's now called Alien Covenant. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, and it is the beginnings of actual proper prequels to the first Alien, apparently. Yeah. Uh, now stars Michael Fassbender and Danny McBride. Now, I had to Google this to reassure myself that there wasn't just some other actor called Danny McBride that I was getting confused. Yep. There's no, no. not. This is Kenny Powers. Yes, it's the comedian Danny McBride. And don't get me wrong, I fucking love Eastbound and Down. Like, it's hilarious. fucking love. But I can't see how he's going to fit into an alien movie. Unless he's the yeah, comic just, relief. Has he played anything straight before? I don't That's know. A good question. I'm going to Google it right is, now. Here, well, here's the question. Is he going to be playing a, something straight in this film or has Ridley Scott gone old and senile? <laughs> yeah. Maybe he thinks Kenny Powers is a real person. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> he wants him there to motivate the cast. Yeah, well, I mean... And this might be might be great because I think he's probably a good actor. I mean, I think a lot of comic actors yeah, are true. good actors because mm. it is a skill. Like uh, I was actually talking to Jenna the other day about I think um, um, Borat. Oh yeah, Sasha Baron Cohen. Oh, I can't stand him. Yeah, I think he's actually he's a really good actor, uh, especially because I feel like you know a lot of people maybe don't like the style of comedy, but to do that mm. to, to be Borat and to be Bruno, like yeah, it takes chops and. Yeah, and to, to not break character when people are saying this insane shit. Mm. Yeah. I think it takes a lot of skill. I even go back. I, one of my favorite actors was a comedian, John Belushi. Oh, oh yeah. yeah and he sure. can pretty much do anything. Yeah, yeah, that's true. Yeah, he'll do anything. You'd let him do anything. Yeah, yeah definitely. Yeah, he will literally he do any drug now. over and over <laughs> until he dies. Another great actor, Chris Farley. <laughs> John Candy. While we're naming fat actors who died. No. <laughs> no. That is literally my No no but I, I genuinely love Chris Farley, but he's not he's not a great actor. He's he's a, he's like what? a one trick pony, but I love that pony. Yeah, me too. Me too. 
fat guy in a little jacket. That is that is his one thing, and he he just was the best yeah. at it. We got it on. Know what I'm saying? No, you didn't. <laughs> oh, so good. Oh. And a horrific death, I gotta say, because you know he died in a like an ice cream store or something, didn't he? What? He had a heart attack. Oh shit! Well, I, I remember him dying. I don't remember how. Yeah, no. I think let me fact check where it was exactly, but I'm pretty sure he died in public. And oh, the way that it, in my head, ice cream his everywhere. His death was fucking hilarious. <laughs> 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 yep. Yep. No, that's absolutely not true. He was found dead by his younger brother in an apartment. Okay. I wish I hadn't looked that up. Fucking ice cream store, honestly, Matt. Where are you getting this shit from? <laughs> so you've just got know. him like falling around the ice cream store, ice yeah. cream going everywhere. Exactly. He, he, <laughs> People not knowing if he was doing a bit or actually dying. In my head, he was in an ice cream store. He had a heart attack. Yeah, and he was like trying to eat the ice cream while he was <laughs> having a heart attack it. and like. <laughs> Yeah, like, Knocking over tables. I die, I will finish this cone. Oh my god! <laughs> yeah, you're imagining you're imagining the coffee crystal sketch, but with ice cream. L- that and, is literally and he's dying. That is literally what I was imagining. That coffee crystal. And I apologize sketch to so if David Spade. If you're listening, I'm really sorry. I, I know you're your best friend. David Spade was so distraught by Chris Farley's death, understandably. That he didn't even go to the funeral. He could not accept yeah. that he had died, and I find that heartbreaking. Uh, that sucks, man. Yeah, mm. this, I mean, I mean, there's I a mean, comedian not a huge... who's not really a great actor. <laughs> no, no. I, like I was going to say, I don't. I'm not a big fan of his his comedies, but I feel like, yeah, that's that would have been rough, and I, yeah, feel for him on that. But yeah, Chris Farley, man, Whew, what a guy. Uh, he's not starring in Alien Covenant, sadly, because no. he's dead. But Danny McBride is. Danny McBride. I mean, there's always a bumbling idiot. In all the Alien movies, mm. maybe he's playing that. Maybe I don't he's hope playing that he's not. Yeah, I, I hope he's either in an animatronic alien suit. Yeah. Or I hope he, has some, except he still has a mullet, no matter what he's doing. <laughs> no, I'm imagining him with the mullet. It's just occurred to me <laughs> I know. that they could change. He could not have the mustache and not have the mullet, and it would, you know, yeah, be I know. All right. I don't know. If, I don't know. If I've ever seen him without them, so I don't. I'm not sure he exists without them. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But yeah. No, the accent's probably right. fake too. I don't know. He's probably just a normal dude who can act yeah. in anything. He probably loves alien movies because <laughs> he's our age. Yeah. Yep. Do you know what I what I realized? So just just jumping back to Deadpool, and this doesn't give anything away. It's not about the film itself, but it's it's sure. just occurred to me recently watching a number of films, and Deadpool's included, that the people making movies now are our age. Yeah, yeah. Because growing mm. up, I used to see movies with cultural references from ten years before. You know, stuff from the 70s or, or whatever. But now yeah. the references in movies are stuff we know about because right. they're our things. So it's, it's yeah, like yeah, totally. our generation has finally come of age and is now in Hollywood making movies. See, I wonder about... I mean, again, this is not a spoiler for Deadpool, but it's got a lot of jokes that are time-sensitive yeah. in a way. Yeah. Like, because it, it makes fun of a lot of, in particular... Mar- like say superhero films that were not very good yeah that's I-, right. I think deadpool is so good that it'll stand the test of time better than some of those other films but then in the future when people watch deadpool are they going to be like what fucking movie is he talking about yeah because they're the ones that are just going to fade into obscurity yeah like like green lantern and x-men you know wolverine origins yeah. they're going to be like what what oh those those i've never seen those 
Because I missed the start of the whole Deadpool thing, have we discussed how we might see some more um, R-rated movies come out? Uh, we haven't. Did you want to... Well, Wait, that's you have a some good, insider that's knowledge? That's a good point, Luke. This is the first superhero movie that's, uh, that's an R-rated. Oh, yeah. And that's... it's done... It's broken records for the highest grossing weekend for an R-rated movie. I think the first one since Dolph Lundgren's Punisher mm, in yeah. the 80s, <laughs> oh. which, which was not a success. Dolph Lundgren. But yeah, hopefully... Yeah, now they're sort of setting it up that their adults will watch and will pay money and there's a market there for it, so... Yeah, because the problem is, most of the time, they're not even really concerned about box office money. They're concerned about merchandise money. And they, yeah. they know they're not going to sell as many toys for Deadpool as they would, you know, for Spider-Man. Uh, yeah, oh, but people will buy shirts. Our generation buy T-shirts. Correct, and, man, and, but, you, like, yeah, but the kids buy fucking everything big big money and we buy those, kids. Yeah. those pop vinyl things well see i i will probably buy one of those pop vinyl things of deadpool now do you know what i mean like yeah, i think I deadpool's my guy he's he's the superhero that represents me as a person <laughs> mm. <laughs> yeah i know what you mean so he might be my my like one guy that i buy spirit. everything from he, yeah he might, he's, he's spirit your spirit animal. hero yeah yeah that's right <laughs> yeah no i just was thinking about that today and hoping that maybe yeah we see some bit more that's a bit more adult Oriented. Well, do you reckon that the Sonic the Hedgehog movie that they've greenlit is going to be R-rated? I have a feeling that they might pass on the R. I like to think that it would be. Go straight for porn, hardcore porn. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, obviously I'm hoping it's going to be some kind of gritty crime thriller or something. I but... imagine that. What the and fuck imagine... are they going to make a movie about well, Sonic the he's Hedgehog? He's got to collect rings. I reckon like, he was engaged... <laughs> Um, and like kind of the crow style his wife was murdered the night before their wedding (laughs) and um, her engagement ring is missing and he has to track it down I just could they Sonic is dead unfortunately like I (laughs) was a huge Sonic I was in the Sega Nintendo war I was on Sega's side sure I was a huge Sonic fan he hasn't released a good game in 20 years well, Sonic Rush on the DS was pretty good, but yeah, I know what you mean. Not a main, no. he hasn't been a mainstream success. Yeah, in video games, like I don't know, they're not making a Call of Duty Sonic the Hedgehog. Oh my god! Imagine, just imagine that. But I mean, can we like this is a live action film? Yeah. This is not a CG film. Like they make no, this clear well, in the article. This but, is, but that doesn't say that he as a character won't be CG. No, I He's, know that, but. Yeah. It's going to be like Smurfs. It's going to be like a Garfield or a Smurf. Oh, I hope it's nothing like Garfield. Okay, no, no, no. I'll stop you there. Well, Smurfs, maybe. But, I mean, Garfield or, say, like the Ninja Turtles, right? They're set in the real world with <laughs> with a silly character. Yeah. Or, you know, like all the Ninja Turtles well, so or whatever. So the Smurfs. Sonic the Hedgehog. never should. And the Smurfs had their own world where angry Jews like, wanted f- to boil them down for gold. Right. But that, that was, is the Smurfs film actually live action or is it just a CG No, I film? think it's live action. I don't know. CG characters. It. Yeah. Oh, okay. Got Neil Patrick Harris in it, and then the Smurfs jump over him. Okay. That's all I know of the movie. <laughs> well, Gulliver's Travis style. Is he Gargamel? What? No, I oh. think he's the good guy in it. Oh, okay. <laughs> I haven't seen it. He could be all Gargamel right, all for all I know. Actually, from memory, I think it's Hank Azaria as Gar- Gargamel. Oh, okay. He's all right. He's that guy that looks a bit like Jeremy Irons and does voices on The Simpsons. Correct. Wow, they've really gone for this... A horrible Jewish stereotype done as a cartoon is bad enough, but honestly, Google Hank Azaria Gargamel. Oh, fucking hell. <laughs> That's offensive. <laughs> <laughs> 
Let's hope it'll be better than that. What the fuck is it going to be about? Like, Dr. Robotnik, who's <laughs> who's now called Dr. Eggman. What? Apparently. Yeah, no, they changed his name a while ago. He's yeah. now Dr. Eggman. Why Why was Dr. Robotnik not good? Dr. Eggman is a fucking stupid name. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Robotnik is... I mean, well, I, I mean, know, so it's, I know it's also his stupid, ovular... But- in shape, but right, it just removes any kind of menace that he may have had. Yeah, like Doctor Robotnik. It sounds like a bad guy. Hello, I'm Doctor Eggman, and I look like an egg. Like, I think it was because they they were really going for a young audience when they right. started to change the name and go to the cartoons and everything. Dude, so. I was eight when I was playing Sonic the Hedgehog, and Doctor yeah. Robotnik was fine. My okay, I, I, even as a kid. All right, the villains are the most interesting part of any story for me. The villains oh, yeah, are just more interesting. And to call him Dr. Eggman, even as a child, I would have been like, that's not very interesting. Dr. Robotnik, uh, <laughs> robots, he, it, Robotnik, like no good Nick, he's like a bad guy, yeah. like it t- says something about him. All Eggman says is he's ovular. <laughs> <laughs> and I can see that. Exactly. Yeah. Yep. Anyway, hopefully this will be good. It won't be. It won't be. It won't be. It's just a, a weird thing to do. I'm really surprised if they actually go ahead with making it because it just seems... Who's going to go see this? Hey, I've just done a quick little Google and I can explain why they've changed it. Oh, okay. Very Please. simple. In Japan, he was always called Dr. Eggman. Ah. When it was first oh, okay. translated into American... They went with something a bit more dramatic, and then as they streamlined, it just went back to what it can be the same worldwide. Fine. Yeah. Less interesting than you want it to be, but uh, that's... Actually makes sort of sense. Yeah. uh, Yeah. Fine. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I won't be watching that one. Unless for some reason it comes out and everyone's like, fuck, you wouldn't believe it. (laughs) Sonic. Yeah. It's like it's up there with it's like the new Deadpool. Yeah, that's right. Like, Sonic's up there making what? fun of all video game characters and shit. Yeah. Do you guys remember? Did I ever show you this? When I was like ten, and I used to have um, SR the Sega radio, a little local radio oh, station. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Yep. yeah. And we had a whole running segment week to week where Tails was suing Sonic for um, maltreatment on the set of um, Sonic Two. <laughs> right. <laughs> Matt, do you have capabilities to capture from cassette tape, audio cassette tape to digital? If I could get a cassette player, yeah, I definitely do. Mm. I'll, I'll see if I can get it captured. We'll put it on the specials channel somewhere down the track. Sweet. That would be great. <laughs> well, just a quick update on uh, Star Wars news, mm. which probably doesn't warrant the jingle. So maybe we could just have a short version of the jingle inserted. Star Wars news. Thank you for that. They've started <laughs> shooting episode eight officially. That's great. Well, is it? Is because it? Is it not great? Well, I haven't had any phone calls. <laughs> yeah, that's true. I mean... And I guess they, they've decided to go ahead with uh, Mr. Looper as the director. <laughs> that's definitely true. But I mean, I, was, I thought I was fairly explicit on the podcast. I will play anything yeah. in this film, yeah. right? So, I don't know. It's just for them to not call at all. That is a bit, bit rude, really, isn't it? Yeah, it's a bit insulting. Mm, yeah. So... I think so we're going to boycott Star Wars from now on. Or? Yeah, I think yeah, listeners, if you could just if you could just burn all your Star Wars merchandise. Oh, you know yep. what? Don't I don't want you to have to do it. Just send it all to me, <laughs> and oh, I'll burn. Luke, it. we've already uh, you missed this, but we've we've kind of we're trying to leak some ideas to Hollywood via the podcast yeah. because our ideas always oh, okay. get leaked, right? Um, yeah. 
The next Spider-Man movie is going to be a Spider-Man movie where Spidey is approaching middle age and um, doesn't know if he can keep up the superhero stuff. And Guess who's going to play Spider-Man? Yeah, have a guess. He's got a beard. It could, be it, any, it could be anyone. <laughs> could. Is, it, is it you, Matt? <laughs> it is. Yeah. yeah. Yep. So we're putting that out there. Right? Well, you've already mm-hmm. done your work as Italian Spider-Man. Yes. Yes. That's, That's true. true, too. Yeah, they've seen me in the costume. Oh, yeah. yeah. It's, it's always been my dream to be Robin Hood. Right, since I was like mm-hmm. five years okay. old. Now yep. I'm trying to push for a Robin Hood movie where I star as Robin Hood. Not really sure what the gimmick is. More than happy for it to be just one more generic Robin Hood movie, but where I get to play. Sure, it, right? That's fine. Yep. So Luke, mm-hmm. take this opportunity. What is what is your like dream character to play that we want to float to Hollywood now? Well, they've already just said they're going to make, it, but I haven't cast anyone yet. Instead of Robotech live action, oh, of oh. course. Mm. Now I wouldn't want to be Recantar, but I wouldn't mind being Max. Oh, okay. Don't know who that is, but let's make it happen anyway. He's one of the other pilots. He wasn't the main guy. Okay. Oh, that's just like you to let someone else stand in the spotlight. That's good. That's good. But Max was the best fighter pilot. (laughs) So So he's like Poe. Yeah. Poe Dameron. Exactly like Poe. That same cockiness, awareness of himself. They'll just get Oscar Isaacs to do it then, (laughs) if he's exactly like Poe. Yeah. Yeah, They'll just just change the names. He had blue hair. Oh, Uh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. You could do blue hair. I reckon you could pull that off. Do you, could, do you reckon you could have blue hair in time? What I'm really worried um, about is the scene where Max takes his shirt off and he's got a whole bunch of Star Wars tattoos. I mean, that's just <laughs> going to be confusing for the plot. Let me look up what Max looks like. Robotech. And we'll link to this, obviously, on we'll po- post on the Instagram. We do a comparison, right? We should do okay. all of them, right? We'll do a series oh, yeah. of, of the character and then us in the role. Okay? Absolutely. Oh yeah, Max is cool. Yeah, yep. Overtake. I was imagining like spiky uh, blue hair, but he's he's got like a like a Beatles cut. You know what? I had this action figure. Ah, oh, nice. This is the dude with the glasses, right? It is. Yeah. Yes. Oh, it says here. Um, in keeping with the Japanese, they're going to change Robotech to Egg Tech. <laughs> Robotech. Robot Egg. Wow, this is so eighties. Uh, Man, I'm going to watch this all again. I'll watch it. It's still great. Do you have a costume, Luke? Not yet, but I am going to get one one day. Are you going to get one in the next few days so you can take a photo of yourself in it? Probably in the next, not next few days. Let me Google and see if I can find one. Yeah. Right. Or we'll l- figure something yeah, out. Maybe, need... we can, maybe, maybe I can Photoshop one. Yeah, or get the white white jacket. I, I'm sure you've got something. I, I'm going to yeah. have to, you probably got a better chance than me getting a fucking Robin Hood thing together. But I'll try. We'll figure something out. Yeah. So, um, Luke, I think he should be bearded, and he should uh, have a blue beard as well. Uh, I can, I can do that. Yeah. I'm prepared to make sacrifices for the movie. Luke, do you happen to know if Robotech is on Netflix? It's on YouTube. Oh, okay. Well, that's fine. Well, it used to be anyway. It was like every single episode was available free on YouTube. Okay. Not officially. Yeah, no, officially. Oh, oh really? Okay. Yeah, I seem to nice. remember that they did it. Oh, this is like years ago, but sure. yeah. I remember when more of that happened before they cracked down. I watched two seasons of Scream Queens on YouTube. <laughs> oh, speaking of copyright, um, yeah, we don't have to talk about this too much, but did you see this uh, business about Happy Birthday? Yeah, I did. So for, for a very long time, uh, Happy Birthday, if you go to a restaurant... Generally speaking, I don't know if Australia really gave too much of a shit, but maybe I just never noticed. But if you go to a restaurant uh, and they sing Happy Birthday to you, they don't sing Happy Birthday. They sing a birthday song that generally they made up or some other thing. Like, 
in in public generally businesses don't use the happy birthday song correct because warner warner chapel mm. uh owned the copyright or so know, they told everyone they claimed that it was copyrighted in 1935 and uh and they own the copyright so people have been and and if you wanted to use it which people have on occasion um they've been paying them royalties to for the, for the right to use it um and there was a documentary made uh about the song because it kind of a bunch of evidence came up that suggested that the song predated all that and and it was it should be in the public domain because you know there's a song from yeah from it, the 19th it, was, century. it was kicking around as a traditional song before warner's claimed copyright on it right in the, in the 19th century there was a song called good morning to you mm. which was good morning to you good morning to you yeah i'm allowed to sing it now because it's not copyright that's right in fact i've seen a betty boop not betty boop little lulu cartoon from like the 20s where there's a school scene and and students sing that to their teacher good morning dear teacher Good morning to you. I should have testified as a uh, yeah. as an expert <laughs> yeah. witness, pop culture expert. Well, there was a documentary made, and then based on that and some evidence that was unearthed uh, during the making of it, like some old sheet music and some stuff, the copyright has been overturned, and uh, Warner Chapel is now being forced to pay back mm. fourteen million dollars in uh, in royalties that they collected uh, on the yeah. song. Just so, before we go off singing it, have they finalised all this yet? Um, I'm pretty sure. Yeah, yeah. they have to make a, have to so, make a settlement. It's, been, okay, it's yeah. overturned. That's right. Okay. The thing about copyright that just fucking bugs me, right, is that mm. at its heart, copyright law protects artists, right? Yes. Yeah. But in reality, it just limits artists because you should not be able to copyright fucking happy birthday. The whole point of copyright yeah. was that everyone was building on other people's things and other people were making more money than the original artist. And, and that wasn't good, you know. So when L. Frank Baum wrote The Wizard of Oz, somebody else wrote a Wizard of Oz sequel that was unauthorized and made a bunch of cash on it that the L. Frank Baum didn't see, that sucked. Yep. So copyright laws came in to say, okay, for 10 years after you write something, yeah. only you can use that. Then yep. everyone can use it, and that was fine. But now yeah, it's gone fucking crazy with corporations like Warner holding on mm-hmm. to copyrights of things they have no business. And you know who I blame I for this? I don't think you should be able to sell them on. Correct. The uh, mouse. 100%. It's the mouse. Yeah, the mouse. The fucking mouse. Walt Disney changing copyright laws so that long after his death, Mickey Mouse will never lapse into the public domain. Yeah, they keep but, every time the the copyright time gets up to the end, Disney throws a bunch of money at changing it so that it's extended. Mm. And so we now have this perpetual copyright. Because it used yeah. to be, if you wanted to make a Tarzan movie, you just had to wait till 10 years after the first one, you could make a Tarzan movie. That's why there's Cthulhu everything. Yeah. Because H.P. Lovecraft is very popular and he, it's... Yeah. So old that it's not covered by the new copyright laws yeah. so that it's public domain now. That's right. And as somebody who, like, you know, I make music and I, you know, we make this podcast and we write, you know, film-related things. I, I kind of consider myself creative. We've, we make we make stuff. We do. You know. And 10 years is pretty good. I, I reckon I'd be all right with that. Yeah. Well, I just, as I said, like, I just think it's a real problem when you sell the copyright and then people who really had nothing to do with yeah. the product... Mm. 
are now making money off it or suing people. There was that really good one that happened a little while ago, um, Men at Work, the Down Under oh, song. Oh, God, yeah. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. They were sued because they had the part at the start of their song had something that the girl guides had actually come up with. <laughs> what? The girl guides didn't sue. They'd sold on the rights to it, and the company that brought it went, we're going to sue Men at Work. Far out, man. That for sucks. This. And it's sort of all... I don't understand how that works or why that works. Yeah, exactly right. It's that's not that copyright's not protecting the artist. You should not be able to buy a copyright. Correct. That's mm. it goes against everything that copyright, which literally means the right to make copies. Did you see actually? We this I think this was in a spreadsheet last week and it didn't get moved forward. But the 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 um, the Fine Brothers. Did you yes. see this attempting to cop? Well, not copyright, but attempting to patent or or maybe copyright the format of their videos, the reaction videos where oh, they really? film people reacting That's to a... things. Yeah, so they give a bunch of kids, you know, like a, an original Game Boy, and then the kids are like, "Huh, where do you put the, you know, the internet po- connection?" Kind of, you know, sure. Like, "Huh, what this cassette tape? Huh, you know, where? What do the headphones plug into it?" I mean, kind don't of. get me wrong, that sounds awful. I would never watch that. Well, some of them are funny, but uh, they didn't exactly come up with that what was the first reaction video you can remember seeing the first one i remember seeing was two girls in one cup <laughs> <laughs> yeah yeah that's that's where i saw reaction videos start well they tried to copyright the their format and they made they even because and then what happened was they um they left they it to very vague yeah they said re, they were copywriting reaction videos and then they mm. issued takedowns to a bunch of other youtube videos uh, and then everyone was like, what the fuck are you doing? Well, that doesn't and even then, come under copyright. That sounds more like a patent. Is that right? Because copyright, yeah, I think it copyright is on a specific work, a specific... I th- that's why I wasn't sure yeah. it was copyright. Maybe they were trying to patent the format. Yeah, what they like were that. really trying to do was basically franchise their work, going, hey, guys, yes. you can do what we're doing. You can have the same format, the same like visuals and everything, but we take a cut of the money. They were just trying to franchise their work. Yeah, right. they made a video explaining it, but they weren't... I mean, i got to be honest. Like When you sit down and look at it, I think what they were trying to do was not not that bad, but they were just really awful at the way they went about communicating it, really it and it sure. just made them sound like a bunch of cunts. <laughs> like, yeah. to be honest. Yeah. It seemed like they were just trying to stop everybody from from making money off a thing that they didn't really invent. Yeah, that's right. And and it's kind of, there's still a bit of a communal aspect to the internet. I mean, everyone understands that if something's comes from a studio or something and gets put on YouTube, then that's obviously mm. a real thing that you're not supposed to fuck around with. But mm. the, the internet and specifically YouTube is made like, yeah. it's like if somebody tried to copyright unboxing videos and it's like no right i just bought a new camera and i'm gonna make a fucking unboxing video because that's my right as a citizen of earth yeah mm. like there was this community of people on youtube we're all making these videos this is all great and then somebody and then one person in the group yeah. goes oh you guys yeah you can't make that video that's my video also you gotta give me a bunch of money now and everyone turns and looks at them and is like what yeah like well that, that's what fuck happened we do. sony's trying to copyright let's play yeah Oh, Do you know what it reminds Christ me of, actually? They can, you know what? They can trademark the phrase Let's Play yeah. if for some reason they have claim to that, but they cannot patent fucking talking be... over a video game. Yeah. <laughs> I think what they're trying to do, I might be trademarking the word or something because mm. everyone uses Let's Play. If they can 
get hold of the word and have that and incorporate it into their stuff. But that's then... only yeah, if but Sony it's, can let's prove. Play. It's just a description of what's happening yeah, in exactly. the video. If that's only if, if they could prove that they said yeah. it first and that it was a trademark which then. It's, it's which not, it's let's not. play isn't really no. like a, a name. It's like a description of what happens in the video. It's a type yes. of video. Sure, yeah, yeah. It's a weird one. It, it, this whole thing reminds me a bit of um, back in the, I guess, the 80s when uh, everybody was writing software for computers and Bill Gates started sending letters around to everybody saying, don't stop giving your stuff away for free. We should be charging people for licenses for this. Yeah, and then everyone right. was like, fuck off. And then look how that turned out. I, don't know. I think it's a reaction to the fact that there used to be this thing with musicians and, and you know, film and TV content producers and... Uh, and other artists in, in air quotes that you got to a certain <laughs> level and you got paid the big bucks for that and that kind of yeah. doesn't happen now because of the democratization no. of the media through the internet where it's kind of like if you want to go down that route you have to uh either fit into the media landscape as it exists now or just be doing mm. it for the love of it but you're not going to make any money yeah, I listened to um, Jamie Jaster, who is the singer for the metal band Hatebreed. He has a podcast where he interviews a lot of other mm-hmm. it's, uh, singers and or just metal musicians. It's very metal focused, but it's really fascinating to hear people from bands that I grew up listening to, like Rob Flynn from Machine Head, talking about how much they have to fuck around and struggle to make ends meet these days because mm. nobody wants to go see a, a live show. And the only decent tours they can do now are these festivals because people are used to just paying a hundred bucks and getting to see like, you know, 500 bands that they like. Yeah. They don't want to go pay to go see one band. So he said basically they had to say, no, we're not doing festivals anymore. Um, we're going to go do shows in cities. And if not enough people buy the tickets, we're going to cancel the shows he goes, because I have to eat food. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Like we just can't do it anymore, and it's so strange to me that I, I know they're not a big band, Machine Head, but like you got you know you've heard yeah, of them, right? Machine Head, for I, sure. yeah, even I know of them, right? Well, they, I mean, they don't they don't have much money, you know, and even even um, Dave Mustaine from Megadeth, mm-hmm. right? Who who is, I would say, one of the most famous people in metal, yeah, if, even mostly he's only because, he was because he was kicked from out of Metallica. <laughs> But Megadeth is a huge band. Yeah, Megadeth are a big band. And even yeah. he says they can't afford to for, for things like because you know Soundwave got cancelled here because there was a bit of, there was a whole bunch of drama and a lot of bands were really really hurt by it because they booked flights and stuff that were non refundable uh. and then and it all fell apart and then it was just really interesting to hear that like yeah that that kind of thing could actually destroy a band yeah. these days yeah yeah because they just don't have any money yeah. Yeah, and it's kind of counter to the argument where you know people say, "Oh, fuck it, I'll just download it" because you know they've they've got heaps of money. They don't. No, that's right. They really don't. Yeah, they absolutely unless, don't. Unless it's like Taylor Swift or you know Kanye West or some of these, yeah. you know, like five big, big people, pop stars, five people at the top. Yeah, they 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 don't have any money, and and also like Taylor Swift, right? She she does sure. she is rich. Like, there's no no way you can deny that. But she's also an employee. Of of EMI or whoever she right. signed with, you know what I mean? And she just has to fucking do whatever they say. Like, it's not... Yeah, like, yeah. gone are the days of fucking, like, Led Zeppelin, rock star, millionaire, do the fuck you want. Yep. Like, that's, that's, that's over. Yeah. What, what do we want to do for this album? We'll just do whatever the fuck we yeah, want. Yeah, exactly. Kind of... No way. Yeah, it doesn't happen. So, I'm, I, I follow um, John Crosby on Facebook. 
we're Facebook friends. And he's, uh, he's the guy <laughs> behind Vast, if anyone remembers Vast from the 90s yeah. and onwards. Of course. But you all stopped listening after yeah. the 90s. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. Fucking love that song. So, um, Sorry, that's probably copyright. Well, I don't think he'd care. To, to be honest, <laughs> he's put all his albums on his own. Web- he ditched his record label, put all his albums on his own website. He charges five bucks for them. He's like, look, yeah, you right. can afford to buy $5 worth of an album, and I get five yeah. whole dollars for this album instead of 10 cents. <laughs> so do it yeah. that way. But the sad thing is he's working on a new album now, and I know that because he's putting a whole bunch of stuff on eBay. Like he's selling guitars, he's selling amps, and you, can just, you wow. know that every time he does that, He's trying to fund a new album, and it's like, well, I mean, you know, this this guy was a high profile example big back in the day. Yeah, a high profile example of that is Trent Reznor. Yes, I mean, he's he's obviously he's fine yeah. financially, but he almost wasn't, mm. uh, and that kind of kicked him off into into what he's doing now. But that's because mostly because he, he, he spent he most of his money on drugs. Yeah, and yeah. well, he, and he said that his his manager and everybody kind of ran off with all more money and all this kind of stuff. He got, he got screwed over in the late, in the late 90s. Yeah. And he, but he managed to turn it around, and now he's very vocal about, fuck the record labels, fuck yeah. you know, all that stuff. You, you need to look after yourself. Um, but he's, they do the same thing. They sell their gear after they do a big tour. Yeah. Like he's, I mean, maybe not so much these days because he's kind of revamped the way the whole mm. band exists. Yeah, that's right. Um, but, they, yeah, they were selling a bunch of stuff on eBay and... Um, and yeah, I know. It's just uh, paying directly to an artist, like through Bandcamp or something, yeah. these days, I think is great. I think the way they do films now through Kickstarter, say, mm-hmm. is interesting. But it's a little bit scary because it's not a tested business model. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, it's very so I think problematic. People get scared still. of it. Yeah. But then again, but then again, the old ones don't work either. Yeah, so what does true. it really matter? Yeah, exactly. we, we need to find the middle ground. When all the, everything started. P- Artists made nothing. True. And then we went the other way, and artists made an absolute fortune. We need to find a middle ground where yeah. they're, they're sort of making enough to live, yeah. but they're not... Yeah, yeah. yeah it can still, still be a job. good job. There are job. that many people out yeah. there. Yeah. Well, there's it, companies like... Um, uh, I can't remember the name of his company. It used to be called Band Happy. Matt Halpern, who's the drummer from a band Periphery, who I love, they're one mm-hmm. of my favourite bands. He... Started a thing, and a whole bunch of other bands um, got involved with it. He called it Band Happy. And what it basically meant, was that the band tours, right? So say when Periphery comes to Australia, you jump on to the Band Happy website, and you can book lessons, guitar lessons or drum lessons or whatever, yeah. with members of the band. Wow. And so, so they, rather than just coming over and doing a tour and then hopefully breaking even at the end, they can supplement that a bit by... Doing, you know, like they'll come over here. So they're while here for a they're week. here, yeah. Oh, that is amazing. Yeah, isn't that great? Have you done that? I did a lesson with um, Tosa Nabasi from uh, Animals as Leaders when they were out That's here. I did a guitar cool. lesson with him through that. Yeah, it's great, right? Because a, I got to meet Tosin, yeah. which was fucking amazing. Yeah, that guy's fucking jam with mind him. blowing. Yeah, exactly. I got I got to play his um, his new Ibanez uh, custom. No, his new one. He's got a new one now, but the, the previous one and like up, it was up on the stage in in the in the metro. It's just. It's cool, right? Because it's awesome for me. Because, like I said, I wouldn't, I would never have got to do that any other way. And it's yeah. great for him because he made a bunch of money. There was, there was like ten of us there, sat around just chatting with him. He's like, it "Was oh, what do you want to know? Oh, how do you do this fucking insane solo?" And then he does it. He's like, "Well, I can't do it, but just let me watch you do it again." Yeah, because <laughs> <laughs> that was cool. 
Fucking that's yeah, great. Yeah, it's great. That, that is good. Like, that's, that's cool. But it's also yeah. a little scary that people in a that fucking successful touring band also are still music teachers. Need to do that. <laughs> well, that's the thing. Yeah, that's, it's sobering. If you're interested in that kind of thing, I recommend you check out... Uh, it's called um, The Jaster Show. It's Jamie Jaster. If you don't like Hatebreed, I mean, that's fine, but it, I think the show's worth it anyway because he talks to, like... He talks to Dino from Fear Factory, for example. You know, like, Fear Factory was a big metal band yeah, in the yeah, 90s, yeah. right? And they're, you know, they're struggling now, and it's just, it's just very... It's interesting. Man, as a musician, you pretty much have to just try to make as much money as possible and get it into some good right. stock. <laughs> you know? Yeah, and he says, like, every podcast, they talk about stuff, and then he, at, the, at one point, Jamie says, all right, so I know people feel like maybe I'm, I'm bringing this up too much, but I really just want to talk to, like, talk to you about the business and stuff and, like, how you're bringing in the money. And he said, and people have said to him, oh, it seems like you're all about the money. He's like, yeah, no, people fucking need to think about this shit. Yeah. Like, People think that we're up here just, you know, riding around in limos and smoking cigars and, you know, it's like, I want people to know it's not like that. Yeah. Yeah. It's not like that anymore. No. It was. Yeah. Yeah. It's not anymore. Yeah. But I will agree. A lot of artists made far, far, far too much money for what they had to do. Yeah. Yeah. Like work six weeks a year and make $40 million. Oh, the other thing actually... I mean, maybe this is too much music industry talk, but I'll, I'll try and keep this brief. But, you know, there's a lot of stuff on the internet now about how stuff like Spotify and and all those streaming services are ripping off the artists. Yeah. But I think you'll find that it's artists that are on a big label. Right. Because what happens is the the label gets less money and therefore the artist gets, like, no money. Mm-hmm. Whereas if it was just artists directly with Spotify, like in my case, I've got some albums on Spotify, <laughs> yeah, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I mean, I'm, I'm not making a fortune, but I'm making more than nothing. And and there are bands like, if you're a, if your band's doing well, you can make money on there. Because the way it works is it it's the fucking label. It's not thing, yeah. that you just get paid on a certain amount of listens. Yeah, and there is a weird. There's a weirdness that that people are complaining about too, where the money, the royalty money for Spotify goes into a big pool. And gets distributed based on a, a various things, but it's well because it's subscription based. It, it's dis- hard to tell what people are actually paying for, right? Yeah, and there's a discrepancy between um, the quality of a listen as well. Apparently, mm. so um, you know, like if you if you go on there, if someone listens to your um, if you put out a new EP, say, mm-hmm. right? Or yep. you, so you got one song on there, right? And, and, mm-hmm. and a million people listen to that song. Yep. Or one person listens to it a million times. Yep. Those are not equal. Yeah. Yeah. And then... So it's unique plays. Sort of. Apparently, there's some algorithm behind it, and it's a bit controversial. Mm, okay. Apparently. Well, I can understand it, because if, if you got paid off the one person, you just get your friends just, can you just play this song and repeat for me over there so I can... Yeah, make money. So I can understand it being a unique play type of thing. Because the argument is, if a million different people are all listening to it, that's you should be getting more for that than yes. one person just listening to it on repeat. Yeah. So and then uh, I don't know. It's a bit. It's a little bit weird. So. Well, no, I can see that because a million people are paying for a subscription. So mm. that's they've got a million people paying them ten dollars a month to come and use their service. So that's why they would pay a million dollars worth of listeners. But yeah. if one person's doing it, 
Spotify's only making like $10 a month. So, yeah, that doesn't work. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, okay. That's a fair point. But, but again, the main thing I was going to say is just remember when you, when you read a lot of stuff about, you know, artists saying they, don't, they only get like 0.0001 cent from a play on Spotify... I think generally you'll find that's an artist who's on a big label. Yeah, and right. The reason they're getting that much is the because the label's taking their the cut. label's taking it, and also it gets distributed between songwriters and, and all this kind yeah. of shit. And there's a lot of behind the scenes stuff that an independent mm. artist doesn't have to worry about. And so when somebody like Lady Gaga complains that she's not getting paid enough, <laughs> that's not the same as as a struggling independent artist. The, the struggling independent artist is better off under the new model than someone like Lady Gaga, and I think that's probably a good thing. <laughs> yeah. Personally. That's Personally. Fair. So consider that. Fucking consider that. So who here is an Assassin's Creed fan? Uh, Can't say I'm a fan. So just me then. Yeah, it's just you. I mean, I've played some. I like the first one. I've played all of I them. I like the first I one. Okay. Was Syndicate all right? Syndicate was actually quite good. That was a, really a return to form for them after the last couple. Okay, that's the only one I'm really interested in playing. Mm. No, definitely give that one a play. Okay. I downloaded the China Chronicles. Oh, yeah. Played it a bit. Mm. I really like those Chronicles, those, the side-scrolling platformer. Yeah. Yeah, I'm, more, I'm probably more interested in that than... It's all about time frame, too. I mean, I remember the, mm. when they had the Victorian one, you know, Matt was pretty psyched about that. I don't know, yeah. maybe if they do, like, ugh, fucking, I don't know, Colonial Singapore... Maybe I'll get that one. <laughs> <laughs> well, they're, we don't know because they're taking this year off. Okay. To work on the Colonial Singapore. That's great. Um, the rumour is they're working on the Egypt one. Oh, okay. Right. Yeah. Egypt could be cool. Yeah. yeah. I, I mean, if they said they're taking the year off. I mean, that, that, that's obviously just from um, mainstream ones. And also, they're not yeah. taking the year off. They're, they're just not releasing any. Yeah, they're not releasing. <laughs> <laughs> they're just not working um, for a year. Yeah. Knock yourself out. Uh, they've Chronicles India came out this year, so I and mean, Russia the, came out this week as well. Yeah, so they. I mean, that I think they just mean the main. You yeah, know, yeah, their the main, main Assassin's Creed title that comes out every year. Yeah. That's not happening. Um, and what they said is they are going to try and spend more time once the game is finished, making sure it's actually finished. Yeah, they're going back to Unity on that one, which was. Terrible when it came out, and before they'd even fix it, they announced a new game was coming yeah. out. I might have to get so Chronicles India, actually. This oh, yeah? looks pretty good. I don't know. I just like seeing I haven't played... foreign places. Do you play a character called Sanjeev McCurry? Yeah, I assume you do. No. Well, don't actually forget who you play. Also, just to be clarified, that's, I'm not just generically being racist there. That's, a, that's, a, that's an in-joke. If you're a new listener, I apologize. That's, a, that's just don't an in-joke. Don't ever podcast. apologize for our jokes, man. Okay, sorry. I'm sorry for explaining a joke, Dan. These Assassin's Creed uh, side-scrollers remind me quite a lot of the old Prince of Persia games, yeah, which I loved, they do. which I, I fucking adored mm. those. They're one of the first games I remember playing. Yeah, right. Prince of Persia. I remember having the, loading up the old Amstrad. <laughs> yeah. Putting in the discs. And did you have mm. that operating system where you had to type run and then the um, quotation marks and then write disc... To play a disc? Yeah. Pretty much. That's why kids these days are soft. (laughs) Yeah, you just put it in and it plays. You don't have enough to put anything in now. Yeah, no, that's right. Oh, have you heard about this? Internet is upset. Of course it is. There's an Xbox One game coming out, Quantum Break. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And it's a Microsoft exclusive. Okay. Well, 
everyone believed it was an Xbox One exclusive. But Microsoft have come out and gone, hey guys, we've got some pre-order bonuses for you. You pre-order it, we'll give you the old Alan Wake game, we'll give you the spin-off for that. Um, also, if you buy it on the Xbox One, you get it on the Windows 10 for free. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Right. Sounds like a pretty Microsoft, good deal. That's, yep. uh, that's fair. That's still a Microsoft exclusive, as far as I'm concerned. Mm-hmm. Yep. No, people. No, you destroy. You're getting rid of Xbox because of this. You just want to focus on PC now, and you lied to us. And <laughs> well, hold on, hold on, because I read this crazy. article and I'm actually confused. Right. And I guess this goes back to what my mum used to say when, like, my brother had a lollipop and I didn't, or whatever. And she used to tell me, just because he has something you don't have doesn't mean you're any worse off than you were before you noticed he had it, right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah so right. I don't quite understand. I mean, these people, it's not like they cannot play it on Xbox One, right? No. Yeah. And it's not like they have to wait to play it or anything like that. It's just that PC players will also be able to play it at the same time. And if you actually go back to the whole console war thing, it's not Microsoft versus... Sony and PC, it's Microsoft versus Sony and Nintendo. Yeah. So this being a Microsoft exclusive, for them to release it on the Xbox and PC, that's still an exclusive in my books. Yeah. Yeah. Correct. Buck off. Shut up, But I actually went... I don't know if you read the article, (laughs) but I actually went and read more about this crap gamer guy. Oh, right. The guy who's been complaining the loudest. Yeah. And the one that Phil Spencer actually responded to. And he's also, it was not nice the way Phil Spencer responded to me, making out like I was the villain here. <laughs> and they were missing the point. I was just upset because Microsoft lied to us. And it's. What was the lie? What no. was the lie? Cry me a That it was an <laughs> Xbox One exclusive, but now it's coming out on Windows. Right. Who cares? <laughs> Even if it wasn't exclusive, <laughs> you still get to play it. Yeah, it's so strange that like people give a shit about that kind oh, of thing. It's petty. Baffles me. It's very petty. Actually, you should be happy if you're someone like me, and because a lot of times the Xbox version and the Windows version have different achievements. Yeah, They're right. I'll be getting paying once for the game and getting two sets of achievements. It's great, but that's just me. How are you going in your competition, by the way? Oh, this week I'm going great. There you go. I'll just get you an update. My Thank team you. has actually stepped up a little bit this week. Good. About fucking time. Um, we are above the drop where we'll get cut off, about 1,600. All right. How many achievements have you personally got this week? Uh, this week, I got 86 for a gamer score of, yeah, for a gamer score of 2,788. 86 achievements this week. <laughs> yeah. Did you go to work at all? I've actually had to slow down. Yeah, I went to work. I've had to slow down, though, because I don't want to get lots of achievements now yeah. for ones that I could yeah. be getting next week. I know, the... God. Imagine that. It's a common mistake. Imagine that. It's a common mistake. Fucking disaster. Yeah. Sorry, Lukey, well, that is a ridiculous achievement. That's great. Date. <laughs> yeah. You've just unlocked an achievement on this podcast. <laughs> <laughs> That's all right. I, I, I will be at, I'm hope, I will probably be at 300,000 by the end of uh, next week. Fucking hell. I'm 298,461 right now, so definitely I'll be over 300,000. Listeners, if you have a score that rivals Luke's, please write you in and let us you know. You don't. You don't. Podcast you do at multiplenerdgasm.com. Don't bother. Don't bother. They t- <laughs> Mnerdgasm on Twitter or Facebook. Search for Multiple Nerdgasm on there. Please let us know. Cause you won't let us know. I'm pretty keen to find out if anyone anyone's up for beating Luke. Luke, when does it end? With a stick. 
Is this ongoing? When they get rid of achievements. When does oh, Xbox this competition? end? You know what I mean? Yeah, like, does this, this competition, competition have an end runs date? runs for the year. For the it year. It runs for the year. Luke, you realise it's Jesus. it's February. Yep. Can you keep this Don't up? Worry, my team, my team will be out by May. <laughs> because in May I go on my honeymoon for two weeks. Ah. Ah. Unless they step up for those two weeks, we're out. Yep. And let me put it like this: like I got two thousand seven hundred eighty-eight this week. Um, they got maybe about fifteen hundred combined out of the three of them. I hope you let them know every day what a disappointment they are. Just like my dad does with me. <laughs> That's all for this week. Thank you for listening and we hope you enjoyed the show. If you enjoyed it, then please subscribe and iTunes to receive episodes automatically. We'll see you next time.